My name is Becky and I'll be your host. Today's segments include actually finished, actually working, actually hand dyed, actually stashed, actually attending uh, some contests. So hi everybody, today is Thursday, the 18th of September, 2015, and um, I'm going to jump right in with my knitting. So, actually finished. I did finish my briquette hoodie this week, so that was pretty exciting. Um, the hood, hoods take a long time, and I think I talked about this last time, that which I had a whole entire sweater, but I had to finish that darn hood, but I did manage to crank through and get that done this week, and I am really happy with the finished sweater. Um, the one thing that I would comment on about the pattern that I actually really liked was it's got quite a bit of um, shaping to it. It's pullover, and when you hold up the sweater, um, it's I mean it's got a very nice kind of hourglass shape to it, really nicely fitted. When I first tried it on, um, the fit was I don't want to say snug, but um, a little more snug than than I would normally wear. Um, something and as soon as I blocked it it's honestly like a perfect fit it's got just enough ease to it it's really comfortable that yarn I've talked a lot about how the yarn which was a Madeline Tosh uh, DK twist I think um, has a really nice sort of sheen to it it felt very smooth and so it's very comfortable to wear I do feel like um, I do notice enough of a difference between this yarn and a worsted weight that it'll be a really nice comfortable you know many season sweater so that's pretty exciting and I'm happy to have that off my needles so now it just needs to stop being 90 degrees in Colorado and then maybe I will get a chance to wear it it was funny because Facebook does that thing now where it shows you like your memories and my memories from last September were like Burr! or oh I'm so happy I knit all these socks because now I can wear them my feet won't be freezing and um, it's like 90 degrees I'm sure um, I'm sure there will come a time and they're talking about a rough winter here with El Nino so um, I will be thinking I'd like it to be sunny I'd like to go to the swimming pool but right now I'm I'm ready for fall so anyways that was my finished object so actually working um, I have a few things but not a lot of things that I'm working on right now um, I stuck to my guns and when the briquette hoodie was finished I switched my attention back to my True cardigan by Hohi Locatelli and so this is a coat like cardigan also a DK weight also yarn that I got from the Magnolia Society Sweater Club um, the yarn that I'm using is the Long Rider DK and it is in the Raspberry Cordial color which is a beautiful set of purples with you know bits of blue and bits of pink um, it's a really dark purple and I really love it and um, I am really hoping that this will kind of be my most of the year coat here in Colorado because it's really not um, ever super crazy cold. Although, again, probably mark my words, I'll be talking to you guys in the middle of the winter about how it has snowed and all I can wear is my big down coat. But I am pretty excited about this sweater. It's got a long collar, so I kind of picked it back up and had to remember where I was. I had done the collar and then one of the fronts and the back. Um, and so I just had to finish up the other front and then I have joined it under the arms and so now I'm just working away um, and pretty shortly maybe even tomorrow I will be able to start the waist shaping so it's coming along I'm really very happy with it 
and like I said, very excited about the finished object that I will get out of it. So that's good news. Um, in addition to the sweater, I have three pairs of socks that are getting you know various amounts of attention. Uh, my husband's socks live in the car, and so three days a week I have carpool duty, and I sit in the parking lot at school and wait for the kids. So I'm going to say I've got four inches of leg done on those socks, which is not terrible. And I really like the yarn. This is the MJ Yarns uh, signature, I think it's called the signature sock. Um, in the Cerulean Twilight colorway, very bright colored. My husband picked the yarn out himself, um, and usually he gets like navy blue socks or gray socks or something. So these are nice and bright, and I think he's going to really like them. And I am very happy with the way they are knitting up. So that's my, my car knitting. Um, and then my vanilla stripey socks that I kind of plug away at here and there. I did put some more um, onto the leg of those the other day. And so those are now, um, I think, just two stripes away from the heel. I am still going to do a, a heel flap and gusset on um, these socks, even though they are a self-striping yarn. So, um, so... I've got some new heels I want to experiment with, but since I had already finished the first sock, I am, I'm going to stick with what works for me. So then the other thing that I did was I was not going to cast on anything new. Um, I swore up and down, but I um, have that sock yarn that I dyed myself with the, it's an eight color repeat, and so it's jet black or true black. Um, which turned out to be a nice charcoal gray, and then four stripes of neon colors, you know, alternating with that. And I was all excited about the Down Cellar Studio pigskin party, and then all I have are these works in progress, and works in progress don't count. It's got to be new projects for that. So I definitely have my knit-along strategy backwards during Stash Dash. I was knitting all those cowls and casting on new things, and I didn't really finish much of anything that I had already had cast on and now I have all these projects that are you know I don't know a third of the way through or a little bit of the way through and all I want to do is finish stuff so I gave myself permission to cast on a pair of socks I also um, picked up some new needles this weekend I'll talk about that in a little bit but I probably only knit about two inches um, on the leg of those socks the other day but I was excited because that's yarn that I've been itching to cast on since I finished dyeing it. So so hopefully I'll finish those other vanilla socks soon and uh, and then I'll really be able to turn my attention to these cute ones. I think I'm going to take a picture too of all of the socks that I finished like this since I went to that class in April with Kate Atherley because I feel like there's got to be six or eight pairs of socks. So I'm going to have nice warm feet um, when I'm complaining about the winter weather. So that's it for finished and things that I'm working on. Um, so moving on to actually hand dyed. I have two skeins of yarn in the uh, dye pot right now, and I'm going to pause in a minute to go check on one of them. But I, um, I wanted to take a minute now and talk about our contest winners. So um, if you've been listening, you guys will remember that I had a contest going in the Ravelry group for people to just tell me things about their favorite color and then I was going to dye up some um, Aaron Waite MCN blanks that I had and um, send that off to the lucky winner. So I um, am new to this whole 
running a contest on Ravelry thing, and I did not think about the fact that I was chatting away and commenting to people in the thread, um, which then when I went to um, do a random number generator, that wouldn't have really worked very well. So what I did was I took all of the entries and in the order that I got them, I just plugged them into a spreadsheet really quickly. And then I used a random number generator to pick the winner. And literally as I was um, getting ready to push the button on the um, random number generator, I thought, wouldn't it be funny if my friend Jen, who, um, who I see all the time and knit with all the time and entered the contest, um, were the winner? because probably I was going to dye her some yarn at some point anyways, if not for Christmas, then some other time. And sure enough, she was fifth in the spreadsheet, and boom, there came number five. So uh, congratulations, Jen. I'll see you at book club, hopefully, and I will have your yarn for you. Um, but I decided that since that was yarn I probably would have dyed anyways, um, I would go ahead and pick another winner. So I plugged in the random number generator again, and... Entry number seven was my second winner, and so that is Terry Swindle. Um, and so, congratulations. Her favorite colors were blues, and um, so I have some dye, some dye and some yarn in the pot right now. Um, I had said I would kettle dye the yarn, so for um, for Jen's yarn, I am doing. I'm trying to come up with sort of a peachy color, um, and I wanted to come up with more of a coral, but I was not confident that I'd be able to mix the dyes to get the right amount of pink in there. So hopefully it'll be peach. I think it's going to have some shoots of dark orange, but I am pretty happy with how it looks in the pot, and of course it always looks different when it comes out than it does when it's soaking. Um, and then for Terry's yarn, um, she had posted a beautiful picture in the Ravelry thread. You, should, you guys should check it out um, for a shawl, and um, the shawl is called The Secret of Change, and it's really pretty blue. So I decided to kind of take that inspiration picture and run with it, and I did a, um, a first quick kind of bath in a bright aqua, and then I'm... Uh, added some just a few minutes ago in Caribbean blue. So I will make sure to photograph those before they go out to the lucky winners. Terry, I will um, message you on Ravelry so that I can get your um, address. If you happen to listen before I get a chance to send you a message, please just shoot me a note with your address and I will try to get that out in the next week or so. I have a couple of little things I'm going to tuck in there with you um, for you as well. So, so that was exciting. That was really fun. I was excited to wrap up the first contest, and we'll talk about the second contest a little bit later. So actually stashed, um, I did buy a little bit of yarn over the last couple of weeks. I had a tremendous restraint when I was at the Salida Fiber Festival, and I'll talk to you guys about um, my fantastic Saturday in Salida in a couple of minutes, but I did not buy any yarn, so that was good news. <laughs> Um, but I saw this great thing on Instagram the other day. I am doing the Down Solar Studio uh, pigskin party, and somebody posted to that hashtag with a picture of their scoreboard cowl. So there's a scoreboard cowl um, that's in progress, and the idea is that you kind of knit the um, season that your team is having. So for example, my team is the Broncos, 
and their first game was against Baltimore um, on Sunday, and so the score went something like Baltimore got three, and then they got another three, then the Broncos got three, then the Ravens got three, then the Broncos got three, then the Broncos got seven, then the Ravens got seven, then the Ravens got three, and we ended up winning 19 to 13. And so the way that it works is you you do a provisional cast on free patterns. So I don't think I'm giving anything special away. And then you just knit the, the score as it happens. So three blue for me. I'm going to do it in blue and orange. So three blue, three blue again, three orange, three blue, three orange, seven orange, seven blue, three blue. And then they have kind of all, um, optionally that you can put a contrasting color in between to, to demarcate the game. So I've decided that what I'm going to do for that is knit actually the number of rows for which game it is so that then... Um, when I give it to my son, he'll be able to tell which game it was. So the Broncos played again tonight. It was a total nail-biter if you follow football at all. It was a crazy, crazy game. I don't even really like football that much, but I get very excited when the game is on in the house, and I am a pretty huge fan of Peyton Manning these days. So, uh, so that was exciting, so I need to write up the score. But I ended up ordering just some, just wanted something simple and soft because I am going to give it to my 12-year-old. He doesn't need, you know, a really crazy, um, fancy anything. So I went on to Nitpicks, and I ordered some comfy worsted in the colors Carrot and Celestial. Celestial is a color that I have um, for that blanket that I have not been working on. But um, that is on its way. Uh, right now, it's estimating that I'll have the yarn on Monday. I feel like they're always... Yeah, right now it looks like FedEx thinks it's in Denver. I bet I'll get it tomorrow, and then I could knit up what happened tonight with the nail biter. So, um, anyways, that is exciting. It's just a, I think the Comfy is a cotton and acrylic mix, and I think that'll be perfect for my son. And then the color that I did for the, the game delineator is um, called Hawk. So I'm going to pause you guys for just a minute, and I'll be right back because the... Um, the stove is telling me that the yarn is done. Okay, thanks for waiting. It looks really good. So I'll take pictures um, tomorrow after I rinse it and dry it and skein it up. Um, so that was the first yarn that I bought was the the knit picks for that um, cowl. I think it's going to be really fun and um, it'll give me something to knit during the football games. And um, I am looking forward to that. So... Um, the other thing that I got, um, recently was, um, actually it hasn't come in the mail yet, but my Magnolia Society sweater club shipment shipped the other day and, um, I got the pure merino in a sweater quantity, um, in the colorway grasshopper. And so that's a bright green. Um, I had some pashmina in that color that I knit a hat out of a couple years ago and I love it. Um, so I'm excited. It's a really bright green but I think it'll make a really fun sweater and that shipped out yesterday. So I might get that over the weekend too. You never know. It's a little hard to tell. Um, the postal service, the way they ship, sometimes the yarn will show up and um, then it never updates the tracking information. So anyways, I'm excited to see that and I um, 
think I have officially convinced myself that I don't need to do the yarn club this time around. So probably I'll be pining for the, the yarn as I see the spoiler pictures on Ravelry. But, um, but it's always fun to do a sweater club and I am excited to get that yarn. I won't get yarn again from them until the end of November. So something to surprise myself, I guess, Thanksgiving weekend. So that's it for actually stashed. I think I was pretty well behaved. Um, actually attending. So I did drive over um, this weekend to Salida, Colorado for the Salida Fiber Festival. Um, it's a pretty far drive. I think it was about 150 or 170 miles from my house to Salida. Um, I had never been over there and really had never been to that section of the state at all. But it was a beautiful drive. I got up early. I got in the car eight or eight thirty in the morning and got on the road so that I would get there, you know, midday and have a, a few hours to spend at the festival. It's a it was a really lovely drive. I got to drive through South Park and I've never driven through South Park before. So that was kind of funny. Um and at, at a couple of the points I was at pretty high altitude and the aspen leaves were starting to change. And so that was lovely too. And I had a great audiobook that I was really enjoying. Um on my phone and I was just running that through the speakers in my car and uh, it was nice to kind of take a little road trip by myself over to Salida. So I got over there um, late morning, I think it was about 1130 in the morning and uh, it was really nice because I just had just really exactly the right amount of time to walk around. So it was just set up in a, in a pretty little park by a river, actually I think it was called Riverside Park um, in Salida. and. There were lots of tents and booths. It was funny because when I got out of the car, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be cold. I think my car thought it was 65 degrees. And boy, by the time I got back in the car three hours later, my car thought it was like 95 degrees. So it heated up pretty quickly. And depending on where people's booths were, some of their booths were pretty warm by the end of the day. Um, but I tried to be kind of methodical. So when I got there, I walked all the way... I walked to the um, info booth and got a little brochure, and then I um, got worked my way all the way to the back corner of the festival, and then kind of worked my way forward and checked out all the booths, and then I went back, and I did the same sort of loop again, and I, um, I tried to hit every single booth in the place. So I was on a mission. I can tell you guys, I... Um, I'm not a shy person. I think of myself as an extrovert, but I brought with me, I had some business cards made, um, and I brought them along and I was going to talk to all the people at the festival and see if anybody was interested in coming on the podcast and talking to me and, you know, really just coming up with ways to partner with people who are local. I also have this secret, super secret event that by the next episode, I'm going to ready to talk to you guys about, but oh my gosh, you guys, by the time I got up there, I was, I felt really shy, which is very unlike me. But I did stop in every single booth, and I dropped off a business card with every single vendor that was there. Um, I tried to chat with as many people as possible. There were some really lovely things. There were some folks that, you know, I've seen bunches and bunches of times um, at different events. So that's always nice because, you know, you start to feel like you um, recognize people and, um, and recognize the booths that you're interested in. So... Um, couple of highlights for me from the booth. So I did not buy any yarn. Like I said, I was a little proud of myself because 
um, it's easy to uh, get drawn in by all the beautiful things. The first thing that I bought was um, I bought myself a new Nitty Naughty. So I had been talking about this, I think, even when I went to Estes um, for the wool market that I, I really wanted a new Nitty Naughty. And there was a, um, a booth with a dyer from Colorado Springs. And I think that it was Dragon Fairy. Um, and so they had uh, Nitty Naughties made out of PVC, which was really cool because I just have this little Nitty Naughty that's wood. It's, not, it's like unfinished wood from Knit Picks. And um, it takes a beating if the stuff is even a little bit um, wet. And so they had these great... Um, they had these great PVC Nitty Naughties, and I bought one, and I chatted with the gentleman in the booth. I think it was from the 100th Sheep, so there were several people from the Springs um, sharing a booth, and so it was Dragon Fairy Dye Works and, and then the 100th Sheep, um, but the gentleman, he was the husband of the dyer there, and I think he made the Nitty Naughties, and he said, you know, my husband's going to tell me he could have made this for like three bucks, although I only spent $10 on the Nitty Naughty, so super economical, and I'm, like I said, I'm really excited about it. It's also longer than my current Nitty Naughty, but he said it was made of like plumber grade PVC and stuff too, so nicer than anything we could have bought in the store. So that was my first purchase. They were really nice in that booth. I had a nice little chat with them, and um, that was great. The other person that I was really excited about meeting was um, Meg from Sleep Season Yarns. So Meg is going to be teaching the class that I am taking at Fancy Tiger um, on October the 20th, 21st, 21st. Um, and uh, she is um, a local dyer who has beautiful stuff. I've seen her stuff at Fancy Tiger. She, um, her yarn was featured in the pattern that they gave away for Yarn Along the Rockies. So it was nice to get to chat with her and meet her in person before um, the class. And uh, she had someone that was there sharing her booth space. Um, and she had these beautiful stitch markers that I could not resist. So I did buy some stitch markers um, from them and they're really cute they're kind of they look like they're brass they're definitely upcycled so it was clearly like a couple of layers of metal one of which looks like it's from recycled cans so I'm all about the upcycle I think that's fantastic when you can take something that's garbage and make it into something that's lovely and these were really really cute so um, I was very excited about that and I really liked those a lot um, so that was fun. And then the gal that was in the next booth, I'm looking at the website right now because I don't have my stack of business cards down here with me, but the gal who was in the next booth over actually works at Fancy Tiger. So she heard me talking to Meg about the fact that I'm taking the class at Fancy Tiger and she ran over and she gave me a business card for 20% off the next time I'm at Fancy Tiger. And obviously there will definitely be a next time. And she had beautiful, beautiful project bags. just can't find her on the list here. So I'm going to make sure that I look up her card and um, link that in the show notes for you guys. I was chatting with her 
um, and admiring her stuff and talking to her about how lucky she is because she has access to all the great fabric because she works at Fancy Tiger. So she was lovely and her stuff was lovely and I will link to that later. Apologies for not having the information at my fingertips. Um, so then let's see, where else did I go? I, I really did walk through all of them. Um, one of the things that I liked a lot was in the middle of the, um, of the festival, they had a couple of bikes that were yarn bombed. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw the pictures, but thought that was awesome. And I wanted to come home and yarn bomb my bike because I ride my bike. Um, as pretty much my main, um, form of exercise. And, uh, so it just made me really want to do that. The other booth that I liked a lot was there was a booth called Smashing Jewelry. And so this was more upcycled stuff. Um, little bracelets made from uh, recycled like metal knitting needles. Like the metal knitting needles you'd buy at a big box store. Smashed with a hammer and turned into these beautiful cuffs and things. So that was a pretty cool store. She had beautiful buttons and all sorts of neat things. Um, one of the local... Um, yarn stores from Buena Vista, Colorado was there, um, and I'm looking to see if I can find the name there. I think it was Serendipity Yarn and Gifts. They had a really nice booth, and one of the things that I liked in there was they had these little kits um, for making um, sock puppets from little pieces of knitted fabric. Um, and it was Kate and Levi was the name of the kits, and they were super cute. So I will link to those. It's a Canadian company, and they had these cute little, the ones that I saw, I think there was a cow, I think I saw the hippo, and maybe like a giraffe, but it just looks like, you know, upcycled pieces of sweaters that then, and it came in a little cardboard tube, and you could, um, you could sew them up into cute little animals. So I really liked those. I did not buy any, although I was really tempted. I stood there for a long time trying to think about, you know, did I want to get those for Christmas gifts for any of my nieces or nephews or anybody? And eventually decided against it because I think I know what all of those guys are getting for Christmas already. So anyways, that was something I really admired and I will link to that in the show notes as well. Um, and then... I stopped in to see um, the guys from MJ Yarns. So I talk all the time about MJ Yarns that are in my stash. They are a local dyer um, who has really seen a great amount of success uh, recently, and they seem to be really taking off. They're super friendly. They're always really nice. So I stopped by to talk to them about the super secret event and also about uh, potentially uh, letting me come and visit their studio and talk to them for the podcast. So I am going to be talking to them following up this weekend and I will keep you guys posted, but I'm hoping to find some ways to collaborate with them and continue to promote them because uh, they're great and they are right down the street. And the other local people who are, you know, kind of a big deal that I really um, enjoy their stuff and admire their work is Bijou Basin Ranch. So I had a really nice chat with um, the woman in the booth there, and she um, also potentially is on board for the super secret event and for coming on and talking to the podcast. They said they do podcast stuff all the time. Also, the gal from Fancy Tiger was telling me that um, the women who own the store were just on Woolful a 
couple of weeks ago and that they do podcast stuff all the time. So I'm going to going to be brave and not be shy and reach out and talk to them about maybe coming on as well. So it was really fun. I really, um, the reason that I wanted to do the podcast is because I, I do want to feel more connected to the fiber community in general and the fiber community in my area. Um, and so this was, it was just a great day. I just had a nice time. Um, and I got to talk to a lot of really nice people and admire lots of really nice things. I did buy one other thing. Find her store. Um, I did buy one other set of um, stitch markers. These really pretty iridescent beaded stitch markers from the Twice Sheared Sheep. She had a great little booth as well. Um, so anyways, that was great. And then um, I, was, I was done within a couple of hours. And so I needed to get back to uh, my house by six o'clock. And um, so I went to um, the little, I went and walked down the little downtown um, in Salida. And I was looking for um, somewhere to get some lunch. And then also, it's just a cute little town. And they have all of these great little galleries and it's it was just a very artistic little downtown and um I really enjoyed it it was had that same sort of small town feeling as Estes although probably a little smaller and a little less touristy less t-shirt shops more art galleries and so that was fantastic and there was a store on Main Street at the yarn store there called Fringe so the woman who owned that store had been walking around and handing out coupons I didn't manage to grab a coupon but I was also you know trying to be good about not spending a lot of money so I walked down and went to her store, and it was a beautiful, beautiful store. I really, um, I probably spent 45 minutes in there just walking around. She had a lovely selection of yarns and a gorgeous selection of fabrics, um, and cute little samples sewed up with fabrics. I did see a little bag pattern that I really liked, and I, I should have bought that, but I didn't. Um, but it was cute because it was one of those where you loop the one handle through the other, but this had a big, huge grommet, like a two inch wide grommet. Um, and the reason it caught my eye was because it was in this adorable fabric that was, um, an orange background with black pictures of cameras that I really wanted to get some, um, and make a little bag for my sister-in-law, but they didn't have the fabric anymore. And then I tried to beg them to just sell me the sample. And they said that sometimes during the year they do that, but, but not right that minute. So came home and I tried to Google that fabric and I couldn't find it. I think it's, it's out of season, but it's a great store. If you ever find yourself in Salida, Colorado, totally check out Fringe. It was great. Everybody was really friendly in there. The selection was beautiful. The fabric selection was beautiful. Um, they had a whole back room of discount stuff, like deeply discounted, um, items. And so that was pretty neat. Uh, and as I was walking down, I stopped in a couple of great little places. There was one gallery, again, all like upcycled things. They had these beautiful paintings. They're kind of like cute and quirky, actually, but um, these paintings that were made out of old windows, or in some cases, it looked like they had taken some steel and glass and upcycled things into a new thing and made it like a glass. It's painted on glass um, with metal frames. And there were, like, bikes and things. It was obviously a place where, you know, people 
do a lot of outdoorsy stuff, and um, I love anything with a bike on it. So I really enjoy just kind of puttering around in a couple of those galleries, and then I, um, I wanted to get some lunch before my long drive home, so there was a little place right across the street from um, Fringe, and it was this little deli called Sweeties, and I had the best veggie sandwich. I am a sucker for a good veggie sandwich, especially anything that involves artichoke hearts. And I got this amazing sandwich um, that had artichoke hearts and red peppers, and it's pretty much like my favorite kind of sandwich to eat. And so then I just walked back to my car, I ate my lunch on the road, and drove back home, and I was home by about 5 o'clock. So I had a great day. It really um, was such a restful and fun thing to do, and I really did enjoy um, seeing all the all the great things and talking to all the great local um, artisans. So that was my Saturday this week. So other things coming up in events. I already talked about the fact that I'm going to this class at Fancy Tiger. So that is something that I'm really looking forward to, and that is in um, October. My friend Jen and I are going to go to that trying to convince my friend Sarah to join us as well. Um, I talked last time about going to the Handweavers Guild of Boulder uh, annual sale. So that is Wednesday, November 4th through Sunday, November the 8th at the Boulder County Fairgrounds. I don't know yet exactly which day I will be um, attending that. My guess is that I will attend on Saturday, November the 7th. So that's always fun. I always really enjoy that and uh, that's people who are, you know, right here in Boulder County, so even closer than the Colorado artisans that I saw in Salida this week. Um, and then Yarn Fest. I want to just check really quickly. I think that um, Yarn Fest registrations may have opened. So I want to take a look really quickly. Yep. Um, Yes, registration is now open. I think it opened yesterday. So that's pretty exciting. And I need to spend some time this weekend and really make my plan and get registered because I do not want to have the same thing happen this year where I get locked out of some of the classes that I want to take. Although it worked out it worked out fine for me last year and I took great classes, but I want to make sure I get first tips. <laughs> so if you are in any way um, interested in Yarnfest, definitely check out the website, and I'll link that in the show notes, and um, it's like six months away, but I'm already crazy excited about it. Um, so that's it. Like I said, lots of progress on the Super Secret event. Um, I have figured out a way the Super Secret event is primarily going to be a local thing, but I actually figured out this week a really great way to incorporate the podcast as well. So, um, I'm excited, and I really hope that by the time I record next, which will probably be in 10 days or two weeks, I will have, like, actual official things to share with you guys. So stay tuned, and um, that's enough That's enough teasing you guys for now. So the last thing I wanted to talk about today is contests. Congratulations again to Jen and Terry for winning our first ever Knit Actually podcast contests. The other thing that we have going is the... Um, September, October, knit along. So there's been quite a bit of chat in the thread already. Please jump on over and let's talk about socks because I um, 
I love knitting socks. I always have a million pairs of socks on the needles, and I'm excited to try out some new techniques. I wanted to clarify, because I screwed this up last time, um, there were a couple of different things with, um, with the heel patterns that I talked about last time. So um, the first one, and I did go out and download both of these patterns and purchase them because um, they are super affordable. And I thought I have the new socks. Um, oh, with my new 9-inch needle, which was the other thing I bought in Salida. I bought a 9-inch needle um, and decided that was podcast-related research. <laughs> um, but the Fish Lips Kiss Heel is um, by Socks therapist and that is always a one dollar pattern which is very exciting and then the omg heel sock is by a designer called megan williams and she hosts the stockinette zombies podcast and she is sponsoring the down cellar studio pigskin party so if you're interested in trying that heel pattern out you can jump over to the um ravelry group for the down cellar studio and take a look at her list of sponsors and there is a coupon code for 50% off. So it's it's like it's like $2 and something, $2 and change. It's not um, not even quite 250, I don't think. So I'm very excited about both of those. Thank you Ramona for um, clarifying cuz I did mess up the um, my story on the deal with those um, heel patterns last time and I wanted to make sure that I clarified and pointed out to you guys where you could get those. So I'll link them correctly and accurately in the show notes. And um, that's it for this time. So thank you guys, as always, for listening. I did want to make one little request of anybody who might be listening and really enjoying the podcast. Um, I think that the best way for people to find new podcasts is through iTunes reviews. So if you are listening and if you are enjoying the podcast and if you would not mind doing me a favor, um, if you wanted to go onto iTunes and just give a quick review of the podcast, I would appreciate that tremendously. So thank you guys um, very much for everyone who's been so supportive and I'm enjoying um, the experience still just so much. I really look forward to um, doing this every week or not every week, but you know what I mean. So ways to connect with me, um, you can check out the show notes at knitactuallypodcast.com. We do have a Ravelry group, and I feel like we're starting to get some great chat and conversation. I did, everybody who joined the Ravelry group, um, I tried to go out and friend everyone on Ravelry this week. If I missed you, I apologize. Um, and if you are joining you know, late and binge listening or catching up or whatever, and I have not friended you on Ravelry, please do friend me on Ravelry. I think it's going to be really fun to be able to go out and take a look at everybody's stuff and um, get to know you guys a little bit more and see what types of things you are knitting on. Um, so I, I am excited about that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram as um, at knitactuallypodcast, or I have started a Facebook for the podcast as well. So um, thank you as always, and I will talk to you guys very soon. Have a great day.